internet people. I am Renee, and this is Madness! Conversations during COVID lockdown. Our world has become a very different place. Some want things back the way they were. For others, it's time for big change. I invite people to tell me how they feel. Rants, solutions, advice, complaints. This is Madness. Hello, Internet people. Um, this is Renee again, and today I'm talking to Zelda Robinson, a.k.a. Zelda Speaks. Um, Zelda, go ahead and tell us um, a l- little bit about yourself. Oh, I thank you, Renee. Thank you so much for the invitation to share with your listening audience and being part of an experience to help others help themselves because we are all living in challenging times right about now. So it's an honor. It's an honor and a privilege and a pleasure, as Les Brown would say, to be able to uh, come on and share my experiences of making life just a little bit more bearable these days because there's just so much going on there really in is. the world in the world today with this pandemic uh, we call it on um, the female solution and <laughs> okay <laughs> the female solution is a uh, two-hour broadcast that um, I am a, a, um, one of the producers and hosts and it's on seven days a week on blogtalkradio.com, the female solution. And my, I start the week out with Monday morning mindfulness. And I also have a, or I should say I also do a, a mindfulness stress relief session live on Facebook and Pixely.com. Uh, Pixely is a new social media platform uh, by the Women's Media Group that was designed like it's a combination of Facebook, Instagram, and what's the other one? Twitter. Twitter. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm, I'm so glad to know that it's designed by a woman because, you know, we do things and we just don't get credit for doing anything. It's like we live in a a patriarchal society, and it's like men do everything. No, women do some things, too, so. You said it's light. <laughs> yeah, well, it is. You know, that I don't want to, yeah, I don't want okay. to offend our male listeners, but they know. They know. Okay, too. yeah. And if they didn't know, they know now. There you go. Anyway. Exactly. So, uh, so Pixely.com, P-I-X-E-O-L-Y. Pixely.com is the site to go to, and when you go on it, you'll automatically see Zelda speak because I post on there every day. Okay. I try to I try to remember anyway, but more importantly, at seven fifteen every Monday morning, I do a live stress relief session. We're not going to do one here because it, it it may take up a little bit too much time. But they can always go to my Facebook page, facebook.com dot speaks, and and have that experience as well as go to the archive, which is on twenty four seven on blogtalkradio.com, dot com. The female solution. And this is what I wanted to say before I forget that. <laughs> 
Monday, excuse me, uh, it was not Monday. It was Wednesday, October 14th. This is the first time we've ever done it. It was a men's only show. Mm, okay. That must be interesting. Very interesting because we did not say a word. The Wednesday morning host is uh, Naima Latif. You know Naima. Mm-hmm. Yes. And she hosts a show, Repairing, or what's it called, Family Relationships. Okay. And she has a, she has a male co-host, and his name is Kareem Hamid. And this week they decided that she would not talk, but they would only have a men's only format, and only the men would talk. And girl, when they got down to the subject of sex, I am so glad we were not on. Our microphones were not on because we did a, a Zoom afterwards and we talked about it. Girl, uh-huh. it was off the chain. The thing <laughs> that these men said about sex will blow you away. And I was like, oh, my God. Me and my yeah. big mouth, you know, I can't keep my mouth for too long. <laughs> so I was happy to see that uh, we could talk afterwards. So got to go back to the archives and see Wednesday, October 14th, the men only uh, talking about relationships and parenthood, family, things of that nature. Anyway, said all that to say this. You think the world is stressed out now. Wait until they hear that show. Because no. <laughs> the, truth, the truth, the truth, Ruth, was revealed. I was okay. like, oh, my God. I, also, I am working on an e-course on relationships. And I am so glad I have not finished it because the information that they shared, the men, it's like that is why this world is in the shape it's in now because men from a very early age are taught to sow their oats. We know this. Mm-hmm. And we are unwillingly being victims, and we don't know why because we're taught something else. We're right. taught save yourself for marriage and do the right thing, be celibate, and here he is. He done slept with every woman on the planet or in his neighborhood anyway, right. and then here you come, and you're a virgin, and he expects you to, to, to you know, hang from the chandelier, and that's not going to happen because you don't have chandelier experience. Right, yeah. So it's no. just, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's off the show. So I, I, as soon as I get that e-course, and the more that I hear these shows, it's like, Okay, I see now this this electronic uh, online relationship course is going to be continuous because there's, there's just always things coming up. Yeah. That's enough of that. So okay. That's, um, that's and a few the, of the things I'm involved And these platforms are easily accessible and um, for the most part free to access? Yeah, free, online. It's free. Oh, that's wonderful. Seven, seven days a week. That's it's great. Seven days a week. Okay. Yeah, so there's, there's lots of information, lots of information. You'd be like, wow, okay, I didn't know that. So we ask people to go there and like and subscribe. they got a Facebook page, too, the, the Facebook.com Female Solution. Cool. Because, uh, yeah. I mean, I, uh, you you know this because you know me, but um, so I've experienced that m- my whole life. It has never been my um, my desire in life to be married. Um, Thank you. I, when I even when I was a kid, I used to have the only nightmares I had was like, you know, being at the back of the church about to get married, and then you know, cut to me running down the street in a wedding dress kind of thing. Oh wow! Um, <laughs> so, but because of that, 
I'm put into this hole by men, you know, of like, course, of course. you know, uh, I have to be a what's slut, wrong with you? right? Or I have yeah. to be a vet. Oh, what's wrong with you is the worst one. Yeah. That's, um, oh, that's or one. Gay. The, oh, I don't, I don't mind the gay one so much because uh, if they, if I'm gay, they leave me alone. So, right, right. Um, right. Uh, but that's the, what you think. That's what you think. No, because a lot of people <laughs> think turn you around. No, baby. Uh-uh. uh-uh. <laughs> Yeah, for the most part, the men that I attract, if, if I'm gay, they leave me alone at, at best. They want to watch, you know, oh. um, they're not trying to flip me. They they they, oh. they, they don't care what I do. They just want to watch. And then, we, and then when we even think of the prospect of getting married, that is so ingrained in us. Something must be wrong with you because you, as fine as you are or as handsome right. as you are. And, and why ain't you got a man? Yeah, why ain't you married? Right. You can't leave him by yourself. You're going to leave him by yourself. <laughs> That's the problem. You don't spend enough time with yourself in the first place because you're listening to everything everyone else is telling you. You can't be alone. Right. You don't need and the to thing is, be quiet. right, uh, you know, they talk about helicopter parenting. You know, my mother was um, far from that. My mother was free-range parenting. You know what I mean? Here's 30 bucks. I want the house to myself. Be in the house before the streetlights come on. You know? <laughs> so, you know, um, it was like, yeah, I've known how to take care of myself since uh, I was in fourth grade, you know. And wow. in, in, in fourth grade, my mom was like, yeah, y'all look the world. Y'all can do your own here now. I mean, I'm not kidding. Free-range parenting, you know. So... Uh, the thing is, I think, then it took me a while to figure it out, is that these men, um, think that I need them. Oh! But, but the thing is that, uh, I am always open and honest with who I am. I am never not myself, and you know that, because we work together. Um, so, they create these fantasies of who I am in their head, even though I've never been that, and I'll even tell them, that ain't me. And they get angry with me when they figure out that that ain't me. Right. Dude, but I told you that. So. That was delusion in your head. Right. So, no, you really can't win for losing. Right. You really can't win for losing. I've been sending this by myself since the fourth grade. You think I need you? Okay. Hey. You better go talk to my mama. Right. So, I mean, the difference is, you know, um, having somebody who wants to spend time with me rather than who wants somebody who needs them. And that's a tough thing to come by, like you said, because that's not how men are taught to think about being in a relationship. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. Another one, and that is never, ever going to work. Right. So, and... and I- Right, and I I wasn't taught uh, I wasn't taught anything, but I did see examples, you know, of the relationship that my parents were in and the relationship that my grandparents are in, and for a lot of people that um, that um, creates uh, an idea of what you're supposed to have or what you're not supposed to have, and you know, I have a lot of girlfriends and male friends who who marry one of their parents, 
you know, some people luck out and marry the good parents. Some people don't. They they keep attracting and marrying the bad parents. Um, wow. But um, what what I saw uh, uh, in my family was strong, intelligent women um, having to to um, subjugate themselves because during that time, that's what you did, you know. So my grandmother's had a master's in science. You know, um, she was like the only black person in all her colleges in, in, in her colleges class when she was in school. Um, her mother, who I was lucky enough to, to know, we had five generations alive at one time. Her mother owned uh, businesses, so she had beauty shops. Um, so she, she was her own business owner and property owner. And um, my mother went to school and worked and raised three kids by herself. One of the reasons why we were free range kids too. Um, she had a lot on the plate. Uh, but, um, I know I never wanted to have the relationship with men that they had. Um, so, cause that was never going to work for me because it would make me angry because, you know, I knew that my grandmother was smarter than my grandfather. He had street smarts by all means. Um, and he was somewhat worldly, but my grandmother was still smarter than him. So, okay. you know, um, it 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 kind of broke my heart to watch people who I knew were strong and capable um, kowtow and subject themselves to an idea of who you're supposed to be in a relationship, which is probably why I said, right, um, from a young age, I've been like, yeah, I'm not getting married, right, because I think that's what I equated marriage to. I equate marriage to me having to become something less than what I am so that they can be okay, right, and that's never going to happen, right. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you, girl, let me tell you, and you very well know, somebody will come along at some point in your life that will give you a whole different outlook. You will, at some point, connect with someone who thinks just like you. And that does not mean that you will marry them. That is not what I am saying. Right. All that means is that there is someone who is on your same level of thinking, and they will make you think another way because, like I said, I sworn a stack of Bibles. I didn't get married until I was 55, and that is considered an old maid by today's standards. And if you look at it, it's like, why would anybody even want to be married if marriages are going to be like what you saw as a kid? As right. a child, I never saw a successful marriage. Come, I only saw one marriage, and that was not in my family. And that was me living in the Stateway Gardens in a project as a child and seeing one marriage, Miss Claudia. I, I got to write an e-book about her because she taught me things, and I am still living some of those things, how Miss Claudia was, um, for lack of a better word, she appeared to be a very mean lady, yeah. And, and her husband was an alcoholic, and she treat, treated him like he was a family dog. She 
scolded him. She talked about him like it was a dog. He was always drunk, and she would pick up anything she could get her hands on to, and beat him with it. A broom, a mop, a belt. Yes, a belt. And I'm sure wow. they were at the time. Uh, anything. And her mouth was just always 24-7 just ragging him. So that's what I saw. And right. I tried to As a successful marriage. Right. Yes. That was, yeah. I'm not going to say successful, but it was a marriage. So right. I brought that only marriage that I saw to my relationship. My husband was like, you can't talk to me like that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. Like you say, we come, we come with our own baggage too as women. Like you said, um, I mean, you get taught stuff, but um, you also um, you don't recognize what you pick up from people. You know, I, I recognize what I pick up from people, but you know, like I said, when I talk to my girlfriends, I'm the one that usually tell them, "Yeah, you married your mother," or "Yeah, you married your father." Yes. Yeah, they generally don't yes. see that, right? So you know, even 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 if you were taught better, the 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 the, the people that you tend to emulate and the people that you learn the most from are the people that you watched every day. So yeah, that uh, that affects the um the way you um the way you pick your partner and and the things that you look for, either in a negative or a positive way. You know, right? Um, right. So, yeah, it can go both ways. And, and um, oh, wow. Right. But uh, so I've uh, I've experienced uh, all of the male expectations of who I'm supposed to be uh, because I don't fit into their boxes. You know, I think yeah. like they have official names like the virgin, the mother and the um, yeah. and the slut or something like that sort of archetype. Yeah that they uh, have put on us um, as for who we are. And you're exactly right. Like you said, they want, they want to marry somebody pure and um, pure and uh, a virgin and angelical. <gasps> and, right. But then they expect them to have the experience, you know, of a hooker right. or, or the strippers right. that they go to see. So right. um, I experience yeah, so that all the time. I, you know what? It's it's beyond unfair. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Because it's and an it's, un, it's an well, it's an unrealistic expectation. So it's never going right. to be met for one, and for two, it calls for no self reflection. So mm-hmm. if you're judging women like that, why aren't you judging yourself that way? Mm. Okay. That's- so. Right. Mm. Why, why is that a standard for anything outside of you? If those standards are so great and they're standards that you want, uh, that you want in a partner, then why don't you have them? Mm. Because, you know, I never believed in the idea of leagues. You know, people be like, oh yeah, she was hot. She was way out of my league. I don't believe in leagues, but mm. I do believe that, um, like attracts like, you know, so. Yes. I mean, I have a lot of different friends, you know, and uh, I have a couple of them who are like, you know, young guys, kind of privileged, always on the internet in their mama's basement, you know, playing video mm-hmm. games or uh, or on the internet or whatever, and angry that uh, they can't have the blonde cheerleader fit girl, right? right? And online, online bitching about it too. You know, yeah. they have their own little forums and everything. And the thing is, is that, you know, 
um, they, the, the term is, um, I deserve a beautiful, you know, fit cheerleader like anybody else. But right. the thing is, we are not objects to be owned, you know. You, you. You, they don't even know the person's personality. They don't know who that person is or if they would even like that person when they started having a conversation with them. But I'm so them, glad you said that. I'm yeah, so but glad to them, you said that. right, that's something that they deserve, that they have coming. Um, and they don't understand why they don't have it, you know. And um, it, um, it, for me, those same people have a girl sitting with them in the basement playing the video games and on the Internet. Mm-hmm. She's right next to you. Right. Right. But that's not what you want. Somebody right. with the same interest, somebody with the same, um, uh, uh, I don't know, lifestyle that you have, but mm-hmm. that's not what you want. The girl sitting next to you doing the same thing you are um, is not what you want. You want this prize that all these men have created as to what's supposed to be your perfect partner. Or like you said, this, mm-hmm. this unattainable um, uh, expectation of uh, beauty and virginity and whatever mm-hmm. else they have in their head. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I agree completely and I'm very glad that you didn't have me in on that show because I had turned my mic on. That's why the the microphones were shut off because we know that we would have blurted out some things and that way they would have shut down Oh, yeah, yeah, and like I said, yeah. I, I needed not to be there, so. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah I've been, you know, but uh, we were. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you. No, nope, it's your show. We, you. We were. No, 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 no. It's a, it's a, it's a team effort. It we is. were all, we were all at home, but our mics were muted. And that's a good thing, because like you said, uh, we would have disrupted the flow because they were all being vulnerable. They were sharing words of wisdom that all women need to hear. It reminded me of Steve Harvey's book about Think Like a Man. Yeah. Because they told things that men just don't tell. But there was one thing that I needed to say, but um, I have heard um, in so many, mostly art pieces, fiction, I'm sure there's some in nonfiction writing, but um, I've probably heard it the most in nonfiction writing. And um, so right now I'm going to quote Lafayette from uh, True Blood. And he says, the reason for all of this is because every man, regardless of color, religion, gay or straight, is afraid of the pussy. He said... Men can and will be controlled by it. So that being that being their one true like Superman Superman kryptonite, then what they have to do is subjugate us first so that we never figure that out. Wow. So and you know, that there's um uh practical magic where, you know, they, they talk about the history of their family of witches and and um, you know, why they why they wanted to kill the witches and 
generally the women who they killed as witches were, were what you would consider now, I don't know what they call it, the free spirit trope. So, you know, they were having sex. Yeah, they were having sex with other people's wives, uh, having children out of wedlock or, you know, doing what they wanted to do outside of the prudish, you know, refined uh, box that the pilgrims wanted to put them in. So as far as men were concerned, they were dangerous. Um, so an independent woman who knows her power and is in charge of her own sexuality, all men are afraid of that. She's dangerous. Oh, absolutely. She's dangerous to them in every way. And they would rather burn her than, right, than be made vulnerable by her. That's right. So and have her control with anything. Exactly. And let me tell you, I have been burned. So any woman has been burned. If you are, yeah, you've been burned. Well, yeah. I mean, as long as you haven't accepted the status quo. I mean, I know a lot of people who who have accepted the status quo. They aren't necessarily happy, but they think that they're supposed to be, so they pretend to be or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. So, what you gonna do? But I'm very interested in hearing that form. But yeah. Once you hear it, you will have a, a different insight into men and how they operate and the way that they do. It's like because they're taught one thing and we're taught another. Right. So how can we possibly come together if we're being taught two different things? It's, it's impossible. Yeah. It's, it's yep. never going to work. We don't have Oh, absolutely. That's not a conversation we're going to have. Right. Well, um, if both parties are consensual about it, I'm okay with that. And Anna Nicole Smith, I believe is her name, married that old, in his 90s, wrinkled guy, and she was a gold digger, you know, and everybody was judging her. And the thing is that, as far as I'm concerned, she earned every penny. Okay? Whatever sexual gratification she was giving him, Mm-hmm. Just thinking about it makes me want to throw up. Okay. So, I mean, clearly that was consensual. She was getting something out of it. He was getting something out of it. He said he was going to leave her and her son the money, and he did. And the family was pissed off. But, dude, she earned every penny. I'm sorry. I want to thank all of my internet friends for listening. Check back and find out who I'm talking to and what they have to say. This has been Madness, Conversations During COVID Lockdown, produced and hosted by Renee. If you'd like to continue the conversation, please check out our social media on Twitter and LinkedIn. And if you'd like to reach out directly, please send an email to podcasting1968 at usa.com.